Okay, welcome listeners to another episode of Coffee with Doc. Um, I'm actually blessed with this one. This one is, uh, they're all special, but this one hits home. This this young lady uh, and is very special to me. Uh, we'll get through this thing. And she she has a phenomenal story. Tell us, graduated from Sturgis High School, was in our athletic training curriculum um, at Sturgis High School, and one of the one of the best af- female athletes that, that in my opinion have has gone through our system since since I was there so with that um, I'll have her um, give you her name uh, and basically tell us what year you graduated and what your current profession is well first of all thank you for that high praise I don't know if that's deserving or not but I certainly appreciate Um, I'm Mackenzie Adams. I'm a 2010 graduate of Sturgis High School. I said, or I uh, spent four years, well, let's go with four and a half years in your student athletic training program. I remember in eighth grade, very vividly coming in and being absolutely awed by the program that you had established at that point in time. And I knew Yeah. And I knew even back then as a 13 year old that I wanted to be an athletic trainer. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I can't really empathize with people who say that they are lost in their career ventures because I've known from the very get go that this is what I was meant to do. This is who I was meant to be. So to step into an environment such as the one that you created at the age of 13 it was absolutely incredible. And then and, to basically. Uh, yeah. And, and, and as we get through this, you're going to um, let everybody know how it shaped the person you are, or a professional that you are today. And I'm real excited to hear about that. I was a three sport athlete, participated in volleyball, basketball, and soccer all four years. As far as other extracurricular activities go, between those three sports and being in the student athletic training program, that pretty much kept me busy at all times. So I was involved in other academic um, programs such as NHS, but I I mean, I was all in from the athletic standpoint. Sure. And you, you grew up in athletics. I mean, that's, that's kind of what really spawned this thing. Yeah, my dad's a coach and uh, had always been a coach ever since I was born. So, you know, my mom would tell me (laughs) she would take me to his basketball games when I was less than a year old and they would pass me around the stadium, (laughs) essentially. It was a smaller D3 school, so it was a smaller community where you could do that. And that actually took place in Texas, which I'll get to um, how we completed that whole circle. But um, we moved to California when I was two. And I grew up in UC Irvine's basketball gym. And even back then, you know, yes, I was shooting basketballs all day long, any chance I could. But I actually vividly remember uh, the sports medicine side of of that environment. You know, I would look, yeah, I would look at the athletic trainer. And at that point, it was probably a grad assistant or a student studying at that point, but I would catch myself watching them and uh, learning from what they were doing. And I was just very intrigued by it. I didn't understand at the time what it was, but like I said, even so many years ago when I was seven, eight, nine years old, I had 
taken a, you know, a, a great interest in what the world of sports medicine sure, and athletic sure. training was so all about. So there's something to be said as a young child to be, you know, around, around athletes. Um, I, I, from a personal note, I can tell you were a huge influence on my daughter when, when she was younger and, and, and playing volleyball and, and that, and she, she looked up to you and watched you compete, watched you work out. Um, I believe you worked out together at times. Uh, so, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a neat, kind of a neat thing. So that's, 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 that's a good part of the story. Um, so when you were at Sturgis, let's name some, the circle of friends that you had and your teammates. And I know you had some cousins too. Oh, I'm sorry. My um, circle of friends. Cir- your circle of friends. Yeah. I was actually and, and very close teammates. to yeah. the class above me, the class of 2009. Um, I was on a, either a JV or a varsity team when I was a freshman. So that's the essentially the group of girls that I kind of grew up um, going to high school with and being around the most. People like Rachel Colzo, Kristen Higgs, Sarah Grant, um, Rachel and Sarah and I, we all played the three sports together, which was rare. Nice. You know, once you got to the spring season, a lot of mm-hmm. my teammates would split off and go to softball or track. Um, so I, I got really close to Rachel and Sarah, especially um, Caitlin Van Meter. We played volleyball and basketball together. I'm actually going to be in her wedding in April. I'm very excited oh, beautiful. about that because we have a very long history of friendship and of sports memories. So that's going to be um, very special for me to stand up with her in April. Um, Sam Schlack, obviously, you know, we were freshmen when we came in together in the student athletic training program. And we didn't have much in common other than our career mm-hmm. interest in athletic training. And that's what I think is so special about our relationship is we are polar opposites in almost every sense of our personalities. But what brings us together and what brought us together was our interest in athletic training and the memories that we created studying for exams throughout high school and being in the training room, um, catching grief from you and the older grief, uh, grief. Was it grief or was it like challenges? Um, You know, well, it was both, but Certainly, you had your fair share of grief I did? that you handed oh, okay. out on a daily. Yeah, well, I'm sure a lot of people listening aren't going to be uh, so prone to believe <laughs> that. But <laughs> um, let's see who else. I told myself that I was going to try to name drop a lot of people, and now all of a sudden, it's okay. And I think we all understand that there could be. Yeah. You know, we're going to forget, and you know, some people. That's okay. That's all right. It's all, it's all good. Kind of like Luke said, uh, Luke and his podcast made it a point, you know, I don't want to offend anybody, you know, go on and on about all my teammates. That was my favorite part about sports was being around my teammates and coming up through the ranks with them and growing together each year and after each season. Um, and you know, Sturgis isn't small, but we're not large either. So we did have a lot of multi-sport athletes. And because of that, we would go from season to season together. Yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah, we're not a big school, and we need we need folks like yourself doing three sports. That, that was a necessity. So, 
Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of that going on, you know, back then. So I'm not so sure what's happening right now since, you know, I'm out of the loop a little bit, but, um, hey, yeah. I am too. <laughs> so, um, your folks are still in the area. Um, your brother and you have cousins, right? I do. I have, um, cousins still in Sturgis. I have, uh, my father who is the athletic director still. Um, that was, certainly special coming up in high school and having my dad be the athletic director, uh, watching him take on a new role from being a coach for so many years. I think he, he, uh, really caught on really quick. And, um, like I said, it was just a special thing to be able to have your dad at, at school every day. Um, my mom is a registered nurse. Um, so I kind of like to say that I combined both of my parents' careers into one. And that became athletic training. Um, so certainly they've both had a, a tremendous amount of influence on me um, as far as my career goes. Uh, my aunt is on the school board still. Um, yeah, and your grandma. So your yeah, grandma my, my blood runs deep in Sturgis, Michigan. On the board Michigan. when I was hired. Yes. Uh, everybody loved Margie Adams. She was an educator through and through. Um, to listen to what people had to say at her funeral this past winter was absolutely inspiring, especially with my recent sure. venture into education uh, from the teaching standpoint. And my grandfather, my dad's yes. dad, was yeah. a physical therapist. So again, you were surrounded. You, you, kind of combining everything here. <laughs> I was surrounded. And my brother is at Grand Valley. He uh, kind of went his own way. He's forging his own path with his communication major. He is extremely talented with a camera. Mm -hmm. Um, and none of us in my family can say that. So I'm extremely proud of him. And for this, um, venture that he's going on, uh, because it's unprecedented, you know, I kind of had help from either my mom or dad with kind of wondering what to do with my life. And Liam has taken his own path and I really respect him for that. Yeah, mom and dad had an influence on me, and um, like I said, I combined what what their two careers were, and I was just saying how I respect my little brother for venturing out into the unknown as far as what my family has always done, which is sports and medical field, and he is different path yes and I I just really respect him for that and I'm so proud of him for what he's doing different path yeah so I I mentioned you know you 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 were you were an outstanding athlete worked very hard um so what what athletic honors did you receive do you remember uh not all of the (laughs) I don't man the one that really I was proud of was the senior student athlete of the year award that I received, um, which was basically a culmination of everything that I had done athletically up until that point, uh, getting recognized for that was incredible. And what was even more special about it was my dad was the one that got to present it to me. That was an extremely emotional experience for both of us. Um, so that was probably the award that stands out to me the most. I had, all district honors, um, but I don't really remember. Sure, that's okay. What that's seasons right. or so? Your favorite class at Sturgis High School? Favorite class had to be anatomy. <laughs> favorite favorite classroom teacher had to be anatomy. 
Um, you know, I really Beautiful. loved yep. the entire English department at Sturgis School. Um, Mary Bogart, Lynn Brand, Jessica Riley Beebe, um, Sherry Wheeler. I loved all of them. English was my second favorite subject. I've always said that if I didn't have such a love and passion for Journalism. athletic training, yeah. I would have figured something out to do with English. Yeah. I, I love uh, writing. I love reading. I don't do it as much as I should, but um, I really loved the creativity that came with those classes. Uh, but uh, I mean, nobody really came close to you. I mean, and the influence that you had and what you were teaching. Well, thanks. So we spent I a lot of time together. There's no doubt about top that. Of the ranks and, there. And I think that's part of education is, is building relationships and especially in healthcare, building relationships outside of the classroom, you know, those types of things uh, are invaluable and, and you're, and, and you're um, applying those uh, today. So, so what other teachers do you remember? Oh boy. I remember Mr. Green's, uh, nightmarish chemistry class. He seems to come up a lot in these podcasts. And I'm sure he wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) I think he sets out to (laughs) really, uh, make a mark and he, that's what he does. Um, Mr. Dickey, Love me some Mr. Dickey. I actually got to meet up with him in Arizona when I was there doing an internship with the Chicago yep. Cubs. So making that connection along with his son, Michael, being an athletic trainer, that was very cool. Um, I don't have a whole lot of fond memories of math. <laughs> okay. Spanish. I can you know, give you that one. Yeah. I mean, most of my memories, I don't have a good memory to begin with, but it all kind of comes back to my time spent either in the training room, the weight room, sure. or an English gotcha. classroom. How about um, looking looking back, favorite middle school teacher? Oh, I don't know if I have an okay. absolute favorite, but I'll name some names. Uh, Jody Scheid. Jody Scheid had a, an influence on me. She yeah. is an athletic trainer, um, decided to go a different route with uh, being a social studies teacher. I always like to say that um, the appreciation goes both ways because it just so happened that when I was in eighth grade, she had a daughter yeah. and named her Mackenzie. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I always give her grief for that. Um, calling myself her and favorite Mackenzie, student. I She'll believe, never is uh, it, in the seventh grade now. That's crazy. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. aging. Um, Jenny Irish, uh, I loved her class. She was younger when I came across um, her roster, so she uh, was fresh, and I think we we kind of molded her a little bit. Uh, so I still talk to her every time it's her birthday. I It was actually yesterday, I think, so I always make sure to reach out. Um, Cool. Yeah. So your fondest memory of Sturgis High School? I mean, I don't have one that sticks out, but just kind of what Luke said about being in the athletic training room, there's just a feeling that you get, a feeling of home almost. It's such a camaraderie that you create with the fellow student athletic trainers, yourself, 
and the athletes that come in, even the coaches, you know, it's one big sports medicine team and we all had each other's Mm -hmm. backs. Um, the memories that we made during Christmas, you know, we would have our extravaganzas and, uh, the, the hoovalations, um, which you'll be Hoovalation. Hoovalation. Every student trainer's most favorite celebration. Every student trainer's most favorite celebration. And you'll be happy to know that I have carried the, on that tradition down here in Rosebeck, <laughs> Texas. We had our is- first annual Hoovalation last year where we watched Beautiful. Uh, the Grinch and drank hot cocoa and did all things uh, Whoville. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful, a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's outstanding, one might say. So you um, you graduated in June of 2010. Yep. Take us on the journey from that day to today. So I always knew that I wanted to go to Grand Valley and study athletic training. It certainly helped that Bailey Westra and Rachel, her sister, uh, forged that path for me. Um, but Bailey came back my senior year and helped you as an assistant. And I created a, a relationship with her that year. And that kind of even more so encouraged me to go to Grand Valley, um, watching her do her thing in the athletic training room, knowing that I was, you know, going to follow shortly after. Um, it was inspiring and I wanted every part of it. I knew she loved Grand Valley. I had been on my visit at that point. So it was no question I wanted to be a Laker. And from the very get-go, you know, I I put my pathway when I got there as athletic training, and I was fortunate enough to be able to graduate in four years. While I was there, I did my uh, clinical rotations with Calvin College, had an outstanding experience with Joe Dykstra and Kerry Clausen. They're two of the best athletic trainers that I know, and they're there to this day as as far as I know Um, but we got to work with soccer there um, baseball uh, cross country Um, but that Calvin is a a smaller d3 so uh, that was a good exposure to have at that point Um, then I went on to Grand Valley track and field which I wasn't a huge track and field fan to begin with um But working with those athletes gave me a greater appreciation for those endurance sports, such as track and field. Um, Watching them perfect their craft was something that I hadn't Mm -hmm. really been exposed to up uh, up until that point. I also came to acknowledge just how, uh, how do I say this, different of an athletic trainer you almost need to be. If you're going to be with a, what we like to call chronic injury sport, you have to have a significant (laughs) amount of patience that I just do not think I have in me. (laughs) So while that was a great experience, it kind of was one that um, I was able to determine I didn't want to work in that kind of a setting. Um, But still, I wouldn't have traded it. Eliza McDonald was my clinical uh, advisor at that uh, point. Sure. Now, now you've helped. We have we have two students. Well, one just graduated, um, Dante Avila and Courtney Lovelace, and you played a role in um, in in their yeah. situation at Grand Valley. Mm-hmm. You with me? You know, figure out Grand Valley. Yeah, 
and Dante was a surprise. You know, he wasn't one that wasn't a, a student right. athletic trainer right. in high school. Actually, he was the other way. But, He'll tell you that. He, he didn't want to listen to us. He didn't, he wanted to do his own thing. Um, but I will tell you to this day, I, I, I've, I've not come across someone who is so focused. Oh my gosh. He is just like right online. Oh yeah. It, it was an incredible transformation to watch from afar because now that you say that, I do remember him being um, defiant as to what we had to offer him at the time. But now he, you're right. He is on track and has passion like nobody's business. You know, he knows exactly what he wants and he's going to go get it. Um, but yeah, my Grand Valley experience, uh, I finished out with having a clinical rotation at Forest Hills Northern High School, which was my favorite, I think, with Patty Selner. Uh, I can pretty much say that at that point, I wanted, I knew I wanted to stay in the high school setting, and that just solidified what I wanted to do. I had an amazing experience there. And then I finished out with Grand Valley Baseball, which was a blessing because I ended up taking an internship with the Chicago Cubs the summer following uh, that rotation. Had a tremendous experience from a clinical standpoint. You know, I, I say I worked with the Chicago Cubs, but um, it was at their spring training Great facility in Mesa, Arizona. So I got to see the behind the scenes of what a professional organization does as far as uh, their healthcare standpoint, which was a second to none experience. Like I said, um, got to do a lot of rehabs. Um, I'm going to name drop just because I'm really proud of him. CJ Edwards mm-hmm. uh, was one of my patients and to watch what he's doing now, um, especially in the world series, what he did, sure. he was one of the closing pitchers in a significant game and ended up being a pivotal playing a pivotal role in that world series win. So that was a sense of pride that I was able to, to take because, you know, I, I worked with him personally and was able to watch him go from, you know, what he was dealing with his injury to, you know, the, the top of the world essentially. Right. Right. Which is what, which mm-hmm. is what we live for, you know, as, as athletic trainers. And then after the Cubs, I ended up right back at uh, Sturgis High School. Yeah, and and I and I was blessed because you know you you were our assistant, and it was a great transition year, and it was uh, a great decision on your part. I was so proud that you that you made that decision, and so take us through how you made that decision. So. My senior year of college at Grand Valley, you know, my professors were very instrumental in making sure that we were set up after graduation with either an internship or a graduate assistantship. And I had one professor, Dr. Brian Hatzel, who was very adamant about me um, not taking a year off and going straight into grad school. And I was I was very defiant. And he'll tell you that, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed of that because part of the reason was there wasn't an opportunity that had come across um, my path at that point that I was really excited about as far as a graduate assistant position. And that kind of was stressing me out a little bit. In hindsight, everything worked out perfectly. Um, Being able to take a year off and work underneath you gave me uh, confidence that I needed to eventually come down here to Texas and be my own 
uh, athletic trainer. Um, so I wouldn't have traded that year for the world. Uh, being able to work with you um, was full circle, in my opinion. You know, I was one of your athletes. I was one of your student athletic trainers. And now I get to be your It was assistant. incredible for me, too. There's no doubt about it. It was a great learning experience yeah. for me also. And and you made that decision right out of college. You had to have some support. Your parents played a huge role in that. Huge role in that. Huge. You know, not everybody gets to right. do something like I did. Um, and with them still living in Sturgis, I was able to live with them and save money. Um, unfortunately, being an assistant athletic trainer at a high school doesn't really pad the savings account at that point. So I was fortunate and blessed to be able to have that luxury of having my, my parents in the town still. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. And it was great for the student athletes too, to see, you know, to see a younger person come in and, and do her thing. And you had a great influence sure. on our student athletic trainers at the time. Um, phenomenal job phenomenal job there. So what happened after that? What happened after that was I accepted a graduate assistant um, position with Baylor University and it was absolutely perfect. It was exactly what I was looking for. Um, what they do is they partnered up with a clinic down here in Waco called Southwest Sports Medicine and they offer outreach services for um, 2A to 3A high schools, which are the smaller um, high schools down here in Texas that aren't able mm -hmm. to afford an athletic trainer. So with the partnership that they created with Baylor, um, they're able to create graduate assistant positions and, you know, extend their athletic training um, hand out to these high schools that wouldn't otherwise sure. have that luxury. Um, which is, mm -hmm. like I said, exactly what I was looking for. I ended up at Crawford High School which ended up being, I think, the biggest blessing to this day. I met some incredible people there. The athletes that I worked with are some of the hardest working athletes I've ever been around. Um, there's something to be said about the mm -hmm. really, really small 2A schools that need every bit of participation that they can get. And with that <laughs> comes chronic injuries, yeah. you know, overuse injuries. So <laughs> I was able to kind of use my creativity uh, due to the lack of resources that a two A high school has. Um, sure. And you had a facility challenge. Athletes. I certainly did. Um, <laughs> I had a table, a taping <laughs> table in the corner of the gymnasium and that was my facility. And at first, you know, Jody Moore, my uh, advisor at the time, he took me to Crawford high school and I, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> And I said, "Are you you want me to do an athletic trainer's job with one table in the corner of the gym? You've got to be kidding me, you know. Especially going from what we have at Sturgis High right. School, you have essentially a collegiate environment at that point. Now you want me to leave all of that behind, and you want me to somehow do my job out in the open in the corner of a gym? I mean, I I, I thought that he was crazy." But lo and behold, God has a plan. That was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. I made so many connections, so many good friendships um, that I have to this day. Um, I was able to get my teaching certification through my sport mm -hmm. pedagogy master's program. Um, so I taught 
or I did my student teaching under Carrie Hayes, who was the elementary PE teacher at Crawford. And uh, she taught me so much about how to command um, a classroom, basically. You know, it, it's in a gym, but working with those lower level elementary kids was a <laughs> challenge every day. We certainly had fun, but she taught me a lot about being a teacher. And um, I have since used a lot of that to come into my own in the classroom this year as I am teaching sports medicine for the first time. Uh, so between my experience with Carrie and, uh, and how you set your program up, I've been able to kind of hone in on what I want to do sure. um, at Grosbeck High School, which is where I am now. Um, so after I finished up my two years at Crawford High School, I was able to get a job at Grosbeck on the other side of Waco. And uh, that's a 3A work with some outstanding coaches still. Um, that's all right. So, but you, but the, you know, the cool thing is you, you've taken the experiences as a student at literature in high school and college and an assistant, and now you have your own program. Yes. And I try to uh, mimic what you did and what you created to the best of my ability. And certainly it's not going to be, got your own flavor but it's working Mm -hmm. it's working Mm -hmm. i I have my own flavor yes um last year we had eight student athletic trainers and this year we have 22 i more than doubled what we had last year and it has been um so so great it's been a blessing to have these kids come in every day and learn something new and and take stuff off of my plate so right. I can do my job more efficiently. It's been incredible, but I wouldn't have been able to do it like I have without. Well, thanks. Yeah. And, and we've been, we've been, you know, tapped for that information by, by many across the country. And hopefully, you know, we're, we're making an impact uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, in that, in that area. Um, but you know, the cool thing is you, you, you're impacting young kids' lives just like your life was impacted. And, you know, think about, think about it. You know, you graduated in 2010 to 2018, that's eight years and we still have a relationship and that's, and that's where, and that's what you're developing yeah. and you're going to be doing something like this in eight years and talking to some graduate. And mentoring them. Yeah. Yeah. And I've already gotten um, expressions of gratitude from my girls this year. Um, You know, sometimes you don't really know where you fit in in high school. And then all of a sudden, this opportunity to be a part of the student athletic trainer program comes along and you find your niche. And I'm already seeing that niche being fulfilled by a few of my. Sure. And and like you said earlier, like you said earlier, it's like home. And and like you said, some kids just don't fit into yeah. different things or they don't want to fit in. But what we tried to create was a very home atmosphere, a welcoming atmosphere, um, a challenging one. And, and, you know, gives kids a chance to experience um, the healthcare field and see, you know, if this is something they want to pursue. Yeah. And this year is different than last also with the addition of, me teaching right, sports medicine, right. which Texas actually has this class set up 
um, to, to where it's a, a progression sis or a progression mm -hmm. course. So you take sports medicine one year, freshman year, sports medicine two, your sophomore, you know, and so on. Um, so I have freshmen through seniors this year, but being able to have them learn in a more organized and uh, formal setting and being able to take what they're going to learn and apply it in right. the athletic training room. It's not, I mean, that's unlike anything almost yep. any other thing, mm -hmm. anything you do, especially mm -hmm. in high school, you really can't come up with another example that gives you that opportunity. And if you remember, and you, you may not remember, but my, my very first day of anatomy, I used to tell them, this is a class you're going to be able to apply when you stand up and walk to your next class. And how incredible is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I think it's almost overwhelming for them to realize sure. how much they're learning. That, you know, they, <laughs> we had our first quiz and, you know, some of them didn't do as well as others, but I don't think they're used to this the type challenge. of learning. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to realize or to find out what's going to yeah. best suit their needs. Yeah. And they're finding out what kind of learners they are and you're finding out how to teach those types of learners. And that's lifelong. If you remember, we talked about about eh, about six or seven different ways to study because not one way worked with everybody. So we threw about six or seven out, you know, and hopefully they grabbed onto one. Yeah. And that's an educator's challenge, especially a young educator's challenge. You know, I, I have certain people in my life that have um, molded who I am as a person and educator and athletic trainer. And I try to take what you did um, and I try to mimic that as best I can. It doesn't always work, but if it doesn't, I have to find sure. out what is going to work. And I, I constantly sure. have to be on my feet uh, thinking right. about and, different and ways to do you've something. You've done a phenomenal job taking in all of your mentors. And you, you, you've taken them in and you've uh, you've created something from everybody's personality, but now it's yours. It's your flavor. Um, you run it the way you want to run it, but you're still tapping your mentors. And that's incredible because in healthcare, we're always learning something and we always have to adjust and adapt. So my hat's off to you on that. Tremendous job. Thank you. Thank you. I well, couldn't have done it without you. Know, Sturgis you, Public Schools did a great job, you know, for, for 28 years, you know, setting this up. Um, it's just, it's, it's incredible. This experience that I'm take, partaking in now is incredible. My, the stories I'm hearing. So, so that's uh, Mackenzie Adams and uh, she is a um, licensed athletic trainer and teacher in, in the state of Texas. And, and that's her story and uh, incredible. So go ahead and follow and share this with, you know, as many people as, as, as you want. Um, real good for students to listen to and, and parents. So um, we appreciate your time and um, we will uh, have another episode for you here shortly. Thanks. Coffee with Doc. It's been nice talking with you. I'm so thankful for this opportunity to be able to share my story. So I thank you so much for allowing me to do so.